is Freddy Sandoval with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Hidalgo County Commissioner Eduardo Eddy Cantu says one of the proudest achievements during his time as commissioner has been the creation of an all-inclusive park in Precinct 2. All-inclusive parks have been especially made to cater for special needs individuals as well as the able-bodied. Cantu says the level of excitement in the community has been overwhelming and he hopes in the future the word inclusive can be drawn from the title of a new park because all parks will be designed with inclusivity in mind. This is Steve Taylor for the Rio Grande Guardian. We're in Far Texas today. Um, we're interviewing Hidalgo County Commissioner for Precinct 2, Eduardo Eddy Cantu, and there's a specific subject uh, that we want to talk about, and we call it inclusivity, and I'm going to get let the Commissioner explain that and um, what it means in, in, in real terms uh, for the residents of this precinct. Well, it's, a, it's really a new subject for us too, but around uh, four or five years ago, uh, we saw that a city in our community had, was going to build an inclusive park and then decided not to. And it seemed like it was very political and it seemed like a fantastic idea. So I reached out to the advocacy group that was supporting the project and I asked them to bring us the plans. We looked at the plans. We were going to build a park anyway. And uh, we looked at the plans and we said, you know what? We want to help build this park. There's no other parks like it in this community. The closest one was Brownsville and Corpus, but they were tiny compared to what, what they were planning to build. And we said we had to do this, not just to build a park, but so that we could start changing the mindset of people. Um, so we were able to build the park quickly, like I would say between eight and, and 12 months later, it was done, it was completed. Uh, and we started the conversation of instead of having a park for kids with disabilities, let's have a park for kids with all abilities, right? And so we, it started with that, and then the conversation continued to grow. And I think that the, that community looked, looked to me to see what else could we do. And so now we have this beautiful sports complex in Precinct 2 that is really set up for baseball and softball training. But the, the Capable Kids, which supports uh, kids with, with disabilities, has been using our complex for indoor soccer, indoor t-ball, a lot of programs that they couldn't normally do, maybe in, outside in a, a regular baseball park. Um, it's a more condensed field, um, and we have have been able to do so much for that community. Um, obviously, the pandemic hit, kind of put some of that stuff on the back burner, but they know that they have a home in, in Precinct 2. And so, you know, as we continue to learn, we saw that we needed to do something about giving people with disabilities an opportunity to work, people that wanted to work, right? There's some people that we've learned, uh, you know, through their parents or through their family that they don't necessarily want them to be in the workforce, which is fine. But there's some others that, that are dying to be in the workforce and they don't get the opportunity in an interview. They don't get the same opportunity that others do. So we, we reached out to Texas Workforce. They have a program. Uh, they provided an individual to us that was looking to work. And we brought Jose into our, our, our family. Um, and he, he went through their program. Uh, he probably taught us more than we taught him. And um, we continue to reach out to them to try to support other individuals. And we're also trying to look for easier ways to, to, to make it easier for them to be able to come into the workforce. 
they deal with so many different things that we may not deal with from transportation um, to op just opportunity in general. And so, you know, we, we, we put that on social media because we want to know that, that this can be done and that, that you, you can't just look at it as a bottom line, you know, what do you get in return for what you're paying for the individual? It also brings a, a, a sense of community within your workplace. And uh, everybody in, enjoyed Jose, and I think everybody looked forward to working here with Jose. And so one of the last things, obviously we want to we make all of that better. Uh, one of the things that I've been, been saying is that we want to remove inclusive from parks. Hopefully in the next five years that everybody just, all parks are inclusive. We don't need to name them inclusive parks because if they're not inclusive, that means one part of the society is not being allowed to play on that playground. So hopefully in the next five years, our park, all parks are inclusive, not just in the county, throughout, the whole, throughout all the cities. Um, lastly, one of the things that we want to do, and uh, this is probably one of the hardest is have a school where kids when they age out of, or students when they age out of high school, which they age out at 21, kids with disabilities or students with dis disabilities, when they age out of the public school, they can go to some kind of technical school, a college. Um, me and my team were able to go to Plano to see a beautiful school called My, po my Possibilities um, that has grown from a school of five to 10 kids to 650 kids. So it can be done. Uh, we saw the model to, to get it done. And so we're hoping that uh, we can start the groundwork and, and we'll start at the bottom like, like they did. You know, we'll start with a few students and hopefully uh, after a few years, um, it grows into something that it should be. Mm. And so that's our, that's our next project. And what's the name of the sports park that you mentioned a moment ago? The Evalu County Sports Complex. And we started that about three years ago. Uh, we wanted to have an indoor facility for baseball training. Um, there was a lot of people that are in the baseball and softball um, select league that have access to to indoor sports complex, right? You're usually smaller, but we wanted a public one. We wanted one for everybody so that people can come in for free. We have two uh, baseball coaches. One was a professional baseball player a professional baseball coach and a hitting coach. So you're talking about you're getting first class uh, training. And so that was going really well. Obviously, pandemic dropped it, but now we're back at where we were before. And so we have that in the afternoons after after school for, for kids. So what's been the um, feedback you've ha you've got from the community when you built that first inclusive park and, and the, your other ideas to make things more inclusive of people for, with disabilities, you know, well, how's, the, how's the public reacted? I think that um, their, their comment has been, finally. Um, you know, I, I, there, was a, there was a kid, well, not a kid, a kid compared to me. There was an individual, probably 25, 30 years old, and saying that that was the first time he was able to play at a park. You know, when he was a kid growing up, he had to be the kid on the sideline watching all the other kids play. And unless you've experienced that, which I haven't, uh, it changes your, 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 your view on, on things that seem so simple. Uh, so they, I think they've, they're excited because 
they see the change, um, not only here in the precinct, in Precinct 4, um, City of McAllen, uh, City of Edinburgh. They're all doing it. And, and like I said, we should have all been doing this a long time ago. So it's great to finally see it coming coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. City of McAllen has their miracle field. Uh, that's beautiful. And um, we believe our sports complex is a little indoor uh, miracle field. Mm -hmm. One of your proudest achievements so far? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else on this subject, Commissioner? We did, we did start a scholarship fund, a real small scholarship fund. Um, I have an individual that I just met in August. Uh, his name is uh, Rodrigo Uresti, and he's an advocate for the, the deaf and hard of hearing community. And he came in with a lot of ideas, and one of the ideas was to start a scholarship fund. So we immediately started a scholarship in a, in a month. We were able to raise $16,000, and we made our first donation of $5,000 to UTRGV, and we didn't do it for for um, tuition because we believe there's a lot of tuition dollars out there. We wanted it for for special items that uh, an individual with hearing issues may have uh, or may need. Right. So um, we've donated that money to to the university, and they have the specs that we we require of of how to give the money out. So if an individual needs, you know. Um, certain devices that they may not have access to or they may not have the money to buy, that scholarship will help them. And that scholarship fund's only going to get bigger. Absolutely, absolutely. We did that in 30 days. So, you know, our hike and bike trail is inclusive. Um, and a lot of people have taken advantage of that. And I see a lot of people with, with special needs out on the hike and bike trail. And so... Um, if they can't get to the inclusive park for whatever reason, a family can come out to the hike and bike trail because it's, it's uh, ADA compliant. Well, thank you so much for um, getting us up to speed on this, Commissioner. Thank you. This is the second in a two-part series featuring the work of Hidalgo County Commissioner Eduardo Ericantu. Visit the Rio Grande Guardian's website to listen to part one. This was Freddy Sandoval with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.